Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, the Bible says, you ought to love me. Love your neighbor. That's the message today, love your neighbor. What does it mean and, and what does it really mean? We know that we ought to love our neighbors, but that, what does it really mean? And I, I pray that you forget what you know and just hear what the Lord says today. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us go to the book of Luke chapter 10. We'll read from verse 25. Luke chapter 10, verse 25. Uh -huh. And behold, uh -huh. a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, mm -hmm. saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Verse 26. Now, there's a similarity between this man and the young rich ruler. Amen? Who? The young rich ruler. Amen? The young rich ruler who said to Jesus, what must I do? Who came to Jesus and said, what must I do to do what? To inherit the kingdom of God. Say never, people are worried. They want to know, what must I do to make the cut? Ask your neighbor, how do you know you're going to see heaven? Is that not correct? Really? Ask your neighbor, see that, see neighbor, how, how, do you know for sure you're going to make the cut? Are you neighbor, are you sure, sure? Will you make it or... or People are asking questions in the Bible. They're asking questions. This is the second man who came to Jesus. I'm concerned. I want to know. I've been, I've been busy with my Christianity. These people who are asking this are not people who are coming from the world. They are people in the church. They want to know, really. You know, sometimes Christianity to some of us is like a hobby. Say that it's like a hobby. It's like sport. Is it true? It's like sport. You know, it's just sport. You know, we lose, we lose, we we, we win, we win. Isn't it? It's like, it's like it's like people never want to stop and check. Where am I in this journey? As far as the word of God is concerned. They never stop and look at themselves in the mirror and say, hey, I'm okay. If Jesus came today, will I make it? It will be said, Paul said it will be said after all these things. After all. Say never, after all. After the night prayers. After the weekend retreats. After the long fastings. After the offerings. Hey. Say never, hey. After the singing and the jumping. After the lifting up of hands and the screaming and losing your voice. Paul says, after all that, I don't want to be to hear that I did not make it. 
Some people will say, oh God, please, you must be joking. I mean, like 50 years. <laughs> There's nothing to show. 50 years, nothing. The Bible says that our work will be put on a scale. In fact, it will be thrown in the fire to see what survives. Say never, it will be thrown eh, in the fire. And then they'll check later after the fire has gone down. They'll go check what remains. Are you hearing me? And then when they go there to check, is there anything remaining? Well, no, there's nothing here. There's nothing here. Also, oh, please, heaven, you must be joking. Are you hearing me? Because some of us were so convinced that we are doing the right thing. Amen. Yeah, so these men were considered, were, 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 were worried. And you can see that the responses to both of them are almost the same. I will continue reading. Verse 26. Uh-huh. He said to him, what is written in the law? Uh-huh. What is your reading of it? Mm-hmm. Verse 27. Yes. So he answered and said, Mm -hmm. You shall love the Lord your God Mm -hmm. with all your heart, Mm -hmm. with all your soul, Mm -hmm. with all your strength, Mm -hmm. and with all your mind, Mm -hmm. and your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. 28. And he said to him, So you see, this guy knew the Bible, isn't it? It was not just a lawyer. He knew knew the Bible. So this man was going to church. He was in the church. Say never, he was in the church. Amen. Continue reading. Verse 28. Uh-huh. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Uh-huh. Do this and you will live. Uh-huh. Verse 29. Mm. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Now, the Bible says that because Jesus Christ sees the heart, Amen. He knew that this man wanted to justify himself by asking this question. Now, who's, who's my neighbor? You see, he's got issues. Like many of us, we have got issues. We are born again, but we have got what? With questions, we have got issues. We have got, oh, but this thing is like this. Amen. And if you about some of the things that we teach you. Hallelujah. Some of the things we read about in the Bible, we are, oh, we are not so happy. Amen. So this man asked Jesus Christ, who is my neighbor? Say, who is my neighbor? Look at the one next to you, say, are you my neighbor? What is he saying? Say, you are soon to discover that you may actually not be my neighbor. From Jesus' teachings, you, you will sit in, you may not actually be my neighbor. Ah. Somebody is going to get a new status today. Sitting next to you is going to get a new status. Might lose the status of a neighbor. Are you in the house of God? Continue reading. Verse 13. Uh-huh. Then Jesus answered and said, yes. A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho uh-huh. and fell among thieves yes. who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and now, departed. Now, before we do that, before, before we go there, uh, 
There are reasons why this uh, this um, instruction or this law is important that we should love. First of all, I taught you about loving God with all your heart, all your soul, amen, all your mind. Are you here? So today we are talking about the Bible says this, the next one, the second one is what? Is love your neighbor. Is do what? Is, is do what? Love your neighbor. Why? In Galatians 5 verse 14, we will come back to that. It says, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That's the Bible. Galatians 5 verse 14 says, the whole law hinges on this one. You shall love your neighbor as thyself. I want, to, I want to put it the other way. That if you hate your neighbor, you hate yourself. I just want to change it. Same message. Isn't it? If you hate your neighbor, you hate yourself. When you love your neighbor, you love yourself. You're doing yourself a favor. We will see all that just now, why it is so. James 2 verse 8 says, James 2 verse 8 says, If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, that is James 2 verse 8, it says, If you really fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I like the, the way he concludes. He says, you are doing well. Oh, don't you want to know how you're doing? He says, you are doing well if you love your neighbor. You are doing well. As a Christian, you are doing well. But what does this mean? It bothered this man because he understands that this neighbor thing is a real issue. Hmm? Then if I switch, just pass it. Just say, okay, love your neighbor. Oh, I love my neighbor. Smile, smile. <laughs> hey, I love my neighbor. Are you here? Yeah, but what does it mean to really love your neighbor? What does it really mean? Now, Jesus Christ gives a story. Let's hear the story to explain it. A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him. Now everything, every detail that you are given in this story is important. Are you listening to me? Number one, we are told that this happened on the road from Jerusalem to Jericho. So we are given the location, which is very important. Just you know, go over whatever you, it tells you the location of the incidents. Do you think that's important? Absolutely. From Jerusalem to Jericho. Uh-huh. Continue reading. 
and foul among thieves, yes. who stripped him of his clothing, uh-huh. wounded him, uh-huh. and departed, yes. leaving him half dead. Uh-huh. Verse 31. Uh-huh. Now by chance, mm-hmm. a certain priest came down that road, uh-huh. and when he saw him, yes. he passed by on the other side. Say priest. Erumruti. Continuing. Verse 32. Yes. Likewise, yes. a Levite. A Levite. When he arrived. Who's a Levite? Place, a worshiper. The worshippers also say never. The worshippers also came after Apostle. After Apostle. Are you here? They did what? They came. They came. Who? The Levites. Uh huh. Okay, continue. They came and looked uh-huh. and passed by on the uh-huh. other side. Yes. First thirty-three. Uh-huh. But a certain Samaritan, yes. as he journeyed, yes. came where he was. Yes. And when he saw him, he had compassion. Mm-hmm. Verse 34. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring oil, pouring on oil and wine. Uh-huh. And he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. Yes. Verse 35. Uh-huh. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. Say wow. Say wow. Wow. A stranger. A stranger. Took him into a hotel, all costs paid for. He says, Whatever extras, when I come back, just let me know, I'll pay. Hmm. Say, hmm. Continue reading. Verse 36. Uh-huh. So, which of these three? Yeah. So, Jesus Christ, having given him the scenario, this story said, which one of these three? Okay, continue reading. So which of these three do you think was neighbor to him mm-hmm. who fell among the thieves? Verse 37. Mm-hmm. And he said, he who showed mercy on him. Yes. Then Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. Now, the man got the answer. You know, I love Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ will, can see through the hearts. Because you want to appear in a certain way, he looks through their hearts and answers your heart. Amen. Just as much as some of us, when we come to church, we want to hear the things that we want to hear. But when God begins to speak, he speaks things that you're not expecting. But hey, is it true? Yes. Because God can see through uh, the hearts, can see through everything. Are you, are you here? So I asked this man, who is the neighbor? Now, when you look at the, the Greek word for, for neighbor, uh, it's, it's what we call um, plesios, P-L-E-S-I-O-S. Okay? Now, this word speaks about nearness, say nearness. So somebody next to you, somebody who is with you, who lives or sits or like we are sitting here, okay? Amen? Now, why is that important? Now, 
if you look at the three men, you have got two people who came from Jerusalem, who came from Judea. And then you have another, a man who comes from Samaria. Now, in other words, these two people, the priest and the Levite, were qualified by the standards of this world to be neighbors because of their nearness to the one who has fallen. Oh, Jesus. Are you, are you hearing me? By association, they were qualified to be neighbors because they live next to these people. They were neighbors. But Jesus Christ is giving a story and showing him that look how neighbors behave according to your understanding of your neighbor. Are, are you here? Now you have to understand the background of Samaria and Judea. That is why when Jesus Christ was speaking to the woman by the word, it was an issue. Because there were issues between the Samaritans and the Israelites or the Jews. It's a long story. The people who were living in Samaria, they were not Jews. They were not Jews. The Samaritans were not Jews. The northern tribes of Israel, the ten tribes of Israel, were lost forever. We don't know where they went because of their disobedience. They were taken away from Samaria, which was their capital city, and taken to captivity because of disobedience, which started with Jeroboam, their king. Finally, judgment, captivity. Samaria was empty, and then the, the Syrians, which were uh, Assyrians, yes, which were, were relocated, were literally bused to go to Samaria to stay there. Are you here? Am I talking to somebody here? But then there were problems when they were there because they were they were they were they were eaten by lions and all those things, and then they were advised that hey. If you want those people to survive, they must be taught the things of the kings, of the, the, the gods of that place, which is the god of Abraham. Because these were foreigners. That's how they became Jews. But it was known that they were not Jews. So there was always this thing between the Jews and what? Samaritans. That's why this woman said to Jesus, remember the conversation. He said to him, how can you ask water from me? Don't you know that the Jews have got nothing to do with the Samaritans? Uh, can I talk to somebody here? But yet Jesus Christ comes and describes a Samaritan as a, as a neighbor. I hope I'm talking to somebody here. Are you listening to me? Hmm. You see, when we associate with people, we tend to associate with people we like. You know, you, you hear people say, you know, we clicked. The first time we clicked, say, what do you mean? 
We did what? We clicked. We did what? You know, we tend to associate with people we like. Am I talking to somebody else? And why do we like them? There are some studies that have shown that when we have the same, uh, like, neuro, neurological patterns or whatever they call them, we tend to have these waves that tend to be the same. You know, the way we look at your friends, you think the same. We do what? You, you, you are looking at the world with the same glasses. Often what we call rose-colored glasses. You are looking at the world the same way. So you agree. You like them because you, they agree with you, even when you are wrong. Can I talk? Hallelujah. Anybody who disagrees with you is not going to be a friend for long. We keep the association because we agree. Oh, Jesus. Bring your friend, I'll show you people who agree. Are you hearing me? Well, the Bible tells us that we must love our enemies. He doesn't mean you must like them. Can I talk to somebody here? You don't have to like somebody to love somebody. Hey. Hmm. I said, but do you like everyone? Be honest, do you like everyone? You say, do you be honest? Do you like everyone? Huh? There are people who don't like it. You don't like them for one reason, you just don't like them. <laughs> I, you know, Mazalani Barata, he gets a Mazalani. Baba can take the hand, is it sound and hand? Is it true? Is it true? There are people you don't like. There are people I don't like, I'm telling you. There are people I don't like. But it does not mean I should not love them. And God says, those are the people I must like, I must love because they are my neighbors. Now let me tell you something. A neighbor, look at what Jesus says, a neighbor will like you. I mean, a, a, a neighbor, a friend will like you and love you when all is well. <laughs> These people had some acquaintance. They've met this guy in church sometimes. They've met this guy who has fallen there. Sometimes they took offering from him. I'm telling you. They prayed for him. They wished everything up. But when he's lying there, they probably told him how good he is. How, how hey brother, you're looking fine. Oh, we love you, brother. But when this man had fallen, they passed. The same acquaintances. Jesus Christ is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. You know what it means? It means that the friends don't stick close enough. 
If a friend, if God still has to qualify the friendship that he has with us to say, is that kind of friends that compares to a brother? It means there are certain friends that are terrible. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody here? Hello. Are you still here? Jesus says, they all passed. But a man that you consider an enemy stopped and helped you. Who is a neighbor? Is a person who stays next to you? No. It is your heart. It is your heart that will ascend your relation, your friendship to a place of neighborhood. <laughs> Are you here? A neighbor is that kind of a person who will not care what he is gaining out of you. No. They are human. They don't care whether you are a Samaritan or you are a Jew. All they see is that a human being needs help and they help. That is a neighbor. Are you hearing me? Say that is a neighbor. Say that is a neighbor. Jesus Christ is teaching that some people may be close to you in the physical but far from you in their hearts. He's saying, I'm teaching you that what matters is more what is in the heart than what separates you in the physical. Samaritans are far, but yet when the moment comes where they must display their humanity, they take the first position ahead of your people. Am I talking to someone here? So, you may be sitting next to me, say never, you may be sitting next to me. But is your heart next to me? Kappa is the other side, man, or do you think I'm going to be here? When I'm going to be here, am I demonstrating something to you? You see where she is? She's thinking in her mind that this one is the neighbor, but in the spirit, no. This one's heart may be here. This one's heart may be here. Because we are, we are confused, we look at people who smile with us. People who agree with us. People who celebrate with us. And there are people who are 
are less qualified according to you, you may be disqualifying neighbors. All the people you pre-qualified may all vanish when you need them. But the one that you put in the background and you have said it does not feature anywhere may be the one God has appointed to come to your help. has a tendency to put your help in the most unlikeliest places. Yes. To humble you. This one sings nicely. I remember her voice used to lift me up. Hey, sister, sister. And then comes a Samaritan. He was not expecting anything, I'm telling you. From a Samaritan. And yet, he stopped. He stopped. And I'm sure he was embarrassed. The things that he said about Samaritans, they were considered ungodly, filthy, dogs. Yet they stopped. Said, ah, this is not what we are taught at church. This kind of people. Not only that, bandaged the wounds, took his own transport, his own car, took him to this hotel, paid for everything. My God. Somebody's just going to be shocked where the help is going to come from here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hello. Hello. Tell on him. You don't have to like somebody to love them. They don't have to be like you. You don't even need to agree with them. But you got to love them. Am I talking to somebody in the house? Yes. Are, are, you, are you still here? Ask your neighbor, say, neighbor, are you still here? What is your neighbor saying? Do you love Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. Say we got to love people. Now, in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3,
before that, in, in Romans chapter 12, just hold on to that one, we'll come back to it quickly. Romans chapter 12, 16 to 18 says, Romans 12, 16 to 18 says, Live in harmony with another, one another. Amen? Do not be haughty. Don't be what? It's saying about haughtiness. Isn't it? Don't be, don't be puffed up. Are you, are you talking to your neighbor? Say neighbor. Don't be what? Don't be pumped up. Don't be ballooned. Are you hearing what the word is teaching you? But associate with the lowly, understand, under, uh, underline the lowly. People who don't qualify to be... Uh, are you hearing me? Paul is warning you, hey, don't just associate with people who agree with you, who walk like you, who have the same kind of money, who talk the same language. Are you hearing me? Say, never just mix, just mix, man. In your friendship, you all speak English. You all do what? You all speak what? English in your friendship. You all have money, you all have cars. You all have bikes, motorbikes. Am I speaking to the right people in the house? Are you the right congregation I'm supposed to talk to? Okay. Are you hearing me? You all have Rolex watches. You know how much is a Rolex? Amen. Somebody blessed me with a Rolex. I, I locked it up. I locked it up. Are, are you hearing me? Yes. How about our society? How about the Rolex? Are you hearing me? Kinsani? When I meet Rolex, Rolex gang, Rolex Association, I also come with my Rolex. Are you hearing me? When I meet Bakwat, Kikwat or King Eli, King Kikwat, Sikwat, I have to meet Bakwat, Sikeshaka, Kwat, Sikwat. Yeah, I'm everything to everyone. Are you hearing me? Yes. I can oppress you, but say you not like oppress you. I like oppress. Is that something? Are hotel? like we can't breathe as long as you are there. We can't breathe. We have to hold our breath until you're gone. Am I talking to somebody here? Paul wants associate with the lowly. Soto, itenga soto. Can somebody read it for me? Soto, soto kana kwenye sinaluti. Hamo, humare la nang, hamo katilu elini. Lesi kela lakata zepa hami. Limpe lipa pise lite minyani. Lesi kela ipona boshati. Wow. I'm so too ready. It's enough. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
You see, if you are like that, God will bless you anytime. You know what I'm saying? Because you are everything to everyone, no matter their status. Say association. Hey, you know, you know there are certain teachings that are not godly that are supposed to be motivational. That if you want to your life to be like this, you must go. You must have move with the people like that. Oh Jesus, is this godly? And we teach these things in the churches. Of course, we have twisted the word. Look at your association. Hey, but I know we have twisted the word. Look at your association. That is what, that is a teaching from the pit of hell to make sure that certain people are ostracized forever. And it, it, it's creating a class of the elite. They say, look at your association. I'm asking you, look at your association. Who wants to be with us? Because you are our hope. Yeah, I'm Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Is it making sense to someone? But these are the things we teach. Look at your association. Look at your association. And you look at that association. I want to go feel like a bicycle. Get it two feet. Two series. Yeah, two series. No, no, get it well. You do what? This group is pulling me down. The pastor is like, I'm pulling me down. That's why my life is too. <laughs> These things we are teaching in the church. That's why the church has become so earthly useless. It has become irrelevant. Because of the things we teach. You know, my children who grow up in this ministry who really understand my teaching. They understand, they just come, they, they are just like everyone. They sit here. neighbor. That's how the church must be. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Associate with the lowly, ordinary people. Am I making sense to somebody here? Yes. Ask your neighbor, are you going to be my neighbor? Are you following what I'm teaching you? Are you?
This world has become lonely. People kill themselves. They commit suicide because there are no neighbors. They are not true neighbors, but there are people next to you. But they are not neighbors. You are alone. You are lonely, but you are not alone. Can I preach to somebody here? Are we going to be neighbors? Amen. Neighbors in our hearts. Amen. Yes. Amen. I gave you another scripture just now. What did I give you? Philippians. Uh, read it. What is it saying? Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in loneliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Sure. Esteem others better than yourself. It is difficult, isn't it? Let me tell you something here. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? You see, God never created a person to be an individual. Never. Otherwise, in Kabanzala, our eight only one neighbor, our Isako Masulo Dulamoko Masudi one. Are you are you hearing me? Now. Huh. If you remember what I told you, you'll understand why the Word of God is important. Is that the Word of God has become significant, more significant after the fall of man. Because most of the things we read about in the Word of God is to make sure that we enjoy the blessings that God has given to us. Because of the fall, there was a disconnect. Are you hearing me? So God thinks many things would have come automatically. Nobody would have had to tell us that do this. But the fallen man does not want to do what is good. A fallen man does not know, want to do what is going to benefit himself. He does not know. He's, he's foolish. He can destroy himself, the, the fallen man. Are you hearing me? So God has to retrain us and teach us what is normal. Which is in the word of God. Some people will think the word of God is too much. Ah, he's telling you what you should be doing. So God has revealed to us the things we need to do to enjoy this world. He's telling you as, hey, the next person is more important than you. So what do you mean now? You don't have to agree. Look, a kidney is sitting there next to the liver. They don't agree. A liver is doing its own thing. And, and the kidney is doing its own thing. And the kidney is not going to say, hey, you, 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 uh, kidney, you live, I don't know what you're doing there. But they sit next to each other. They meet each other. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Seneba, right now, you think that 
this part of your body that you hide you cover you don't even want people to know when you go to use it and, and people don't even want you to tell them when you're going to use it you just go don't even report them back Am I talking to somebody here? Yeah? Yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. You cover. That is a lowly position. But do you know if that thing says, I'm not going to work from today? See you on now. If it decides that I'm going on a strike from, for the next three weeks, I'm not coming to work. But the problem is not with the face. Are you hearing me? But we can see the face is not nice. Because those parts that are not considered good have now gone on strike. To say somebody is high time somebody recognize me and give me the honor that I deserve. Now listen to me. We all are, or and will be what we must be if we will honor others, even though they don't look like they deserve it. You know, when I meet somebody, I celebrate that I've met somebody and my life will never be the same again. I don't care who they are. I don't even know, I don't even know their name yet. I don't know if they've got money. But I know when I see a person, I see the creation of God with me in mind. Oh, Jesus Christ. Somebody said, when I meet somebody, when I greet anybody, no matter how small, I take off my head. So if I greet even a young boy, 10, 5 year old, I take off my head and I greet them. That person knows the greatness that is in this person. In this world, you have to prove who you are before you are accepted. Otherwise, you are not allowed inside. And many people try hard to go inside. They even change the way they look to be accepted. They even do the things that they never used to do to be accepted inside. It's a pity that the churches have also become the same. A door that was supposed to be open to everyone is now limited to a few who can afford certain things. Hello? Are you still here? Say neighbor, are you going to be are you going to be a neighbor?
First Corinthians 10 verse 24. First Corinthians 10 verse 24. I'm about to wrap up now. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 24. Let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. Amen. Amen. When a tree produces fruit, it's not for for its for itself. Who has ever seen a tree eating its own fruit? That's a wonder tree. What is the use? Of you being with other trees with a lot of fruits. You need people who need the, the fruits. I hope I'm saying something to you. Those who say associate with people who are like you, they are preaching from hell. Are you in the house of God? Yes. Of course. You cannot associate with people who are not born again. Yes. True. That the Bible is very clear. I'm talking about the children of God here. I'm not talking about people of the world. I'm talking about people of the same house. Because we have classes in the same house. Adi Amen is on Ash. He said, Kiadibata, Kiadicheta, mix. Not today, yeah? Whoever was not qualifying to be your friend, go, go back to the drawing boards. So never go back to the drawing boards and tell why are you saying the things that you are saying. Yeah. Because you might need that Samaritan one day. When those that were pre-qualified won't be available for you. Amen. 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 A stranger who don't even want to know your name, they want to help you first. Then they'll ask later, what's your name? Amen. Whose son are you? Where do you come from? Not before they help you. Today is the other way around. Who are you? No, no, no. Go back, go back. Am I talking to somebody here? Do you know who's your neighbor now? Who is, say, who is my neighbor? I want to mention one or two things that are an enemy of neighborhood. Things that kill the spirit of neighborhood that we must watch out for. Now, there are three reasons 
why we uh, we we associate or don't associate with people. Number one is people who are lower than us. We don't associate with them because they don't have what it takes. They don't qualify. And then there are people who are, are, are considered too high for you. So they're either too low for you or too high for you. Either you don't associate. The ones that are too high for you, it's probably because of low self-esteem. If it's not these people who are making you feel like that. You know, some people don't want to come close to you because you have something. They're afraid. Because of their own condition. Are, are you here? Now, if you are in this house, listen to me. You qualify to be anybody's friend. I say you qualify. Go to anyone you want to and say, you, I want, I want to be a friend. Oh, somebody did not hear what I said. Go to somebody with a BMW, like uh, like a very nice one, and say, "You can I be your friend?" In a nice way, can I be your friend? Are you hearing me? Somebody with good money say, "Can I can I be your friend?" What do you mean? I just want a friend. I want to be your neighbor. Hallelujah. Are you, are you hearing me? In other words, don't disqualify yourself. I love, hey, those people, hey, they are too high for me. Even they haven't said anything. blame about people who have made it in life. We are blaming them, but Kirunaras are over. We are not going to them. We are blaming them for their riches and their education. But what is it? You who said you can't go there? That's your neighbor. Who said you can't go? You judge yourself. You disqualify yourself, you rule out yourself, and then you blame them. Yeah, that, that's what we do. Go! Associate with them. Hallelujah. How to work? If you don't have, go borrow. Go to the other neighbor and say, Neighbor, hey, who took you in your black? Am I talking to somebody? Who took you in your black? And a guy, God bless you, in Jesus' name. Are you hearing me? You go. Before you know it, you have what they have. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying? But oftentimes we, we look down upon ourselves. How we started meeting you to formal since I came I can formal. I don't have formal. Are, are you here? Are, are, you, are you going to do that? Now, when you read in the book of, uh, I think it's Galatians, one of the last two scriptures I will give you, Galatians, 
And this is one of the most important things that I want you to understand. Galatians 6, verse 4 to 10. Galatians chapter 6, verse 4. But let each one examine his own work, and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another. Verse 5. For each one shall bear his own load. Verse 6. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Verse 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Verse 8. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. Verse 10. Verse 10. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Now, you have a responsibility to start here in this house to be good to others. Hallelujah. But I, I want the first verse, it says that in this translation, it says, Don't compare yourself with others. Say never, don't compare yourself with others. One of the reasons, common reasons why uh, we have problems with neighbors is because we, co we compete with them. You know, when somebody, when you have come to know somebody, you want to compete with them. Hallelujah. And then that's where witchcraft starts also. When you don't know me, you don't compete with me. But the moment you know me, you want to compete with me. Why? When I buy a carpet in my house, you also want to a carpet. Say neighbor, that's wickedness. When I take my children to a private school, you also want to go. We have that thing. And we never appreciate those that are close to us because we, want, we don't appreciate that they are better in certain areas than us. The day you stop competing with somebody is the day you start being a good neighbor. Can I say that again? The day you start competing with somebody. Say that, but right now, I'm wearing these new shoes. You didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. Like three hours. I'm in here. I've been trying to stretch my leg like this. Like this. When I say Jesus, I do this, Jesus. You have said nothing all day, nothing. Are you jealous? You know, the day we appreciate people and the progress they made without feeling something, 
insight, we have become neighbors. Hallelujah. When you see a new car driving into your neighbor's house, you are the first one to come and congratulate. How shady car fans there? I hear you. Say never when I'm wearing something nice, it's just straight, you know. Skankutsa. Are you telling your neighbor? Just look at me, just look at me. Hey, this thing is so nice. Hey, I like it. Please stand, stand a little bit far. I want to have a good view. Are you hearing me? That's the day you graduate to be a true neighbor. Because truly and honestly, you are celebrating me. You want to see me do well. Not many people are neighbors in their hearts. But we have neighbors, we do have neighbors. Everywhere there are neighbors, even now, we've got a neighbor next to you. But very few people qualify to be neighbors. Disqualified by their hearts. I'm done preaching. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You appreciated in my suit this morning. You became very good neighbors. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you love Jesus or have you learned something this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has provided us with good people all over. Let's not disqualify them because of the kind of glasses we wear. And just a warning, a help from God does not look like a help from God. It's not packaged that way because he has a tendency to disguise it. Amen. <laughs>